Turbines for Goalposts, Saturday, 24th of October. Hope everyone is well. Forest Green Rovers putting the roving into Rovers. Travelled hundreds of miles this week. Took literally hundreds of shots. Finally, last 10 minutes here on Saturday, they got a couple on target, and wouldn't you know it. Three points to end the week. Looking pretty good. We'll be talking about those and looking ahead to the games on Tuesday and Saturday coming up. And then also, Forest Green's latest good work in the community. Feeding hungry children because our government literally will not do it. Alright. Alright gang. Alright gang. So let's dive straight in. A little bit of a post-mortem on Colchester, Tuesday night. Not an easy place to go. Literally, for Forest Green. That is the other side of the country. Uh, left to right. And I guess the long bus journey, they must have felt a little bit woozy or something because they were 1-0 down. Inside two minutes, bit of ball watching as it got knocked about. Meant that uh, Colchester's right back found himself in plenty of space and then he sort of dinked up across and then not tracking the midfielder. He had a free header, Chilvers, uh, 1-0. That's a bad start uh, and it was a frustrating evening for Forest Green after that. Odin Bailey with probably the best chance, header against the bar, should have scored probably. Uh, Jamil Matt had a pretty decent chance, header straight against the keeper. Uh, Aaron Collins took, you know, quite a few shots. And uh, unfortunately, it was, you know, yet again, it was one of those sorts of nights, wasn't it? 14 shots in total. Forest Green had Tuesday night one on target. One, which uh, tells the story, really. I had 66% possession. Wasn't exactly one-way traffic, but it wasn't far off. But you can have all the possession in the world. But if you're only going to get one shot on target, you're, uh, you're not going to do all that well. A uh, couple of things I liked. Keeper-related. Colchester's keeper is called Dean Gherkin. That's just a good name. And right at the end, Forest Green, McGee went up for a corner. And uh, he challenged for the ball. And then, I mean, pretty comedically went down clutching his head looking for a penalty realized immediately that he wasn't going to get it and so jumped straight back up he was fine uh so yeah that was disappointing and uh, that was tuesday night so after that that deflator it was important that they they bounced back on saturday you know you can imagine all the sorts of things mark cooper would have been saying after they you know gone down 1-0 that very early goal away at Colchester don't do anything stupid don't give it away you know keep it tight which they managed to for the first 18 minutes but then uh, they've fallen behind again to another pretty shabby goal few chances to clear the ball uh, sort of the, 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 the last chance to clear was 
fairly brainlessly whacked against a Morecambe player and it ricocheted right across the box where it ended up at the feet of Letch Smith who finished pretty well into the bottom corner 1-0 and already the old the, the, the pessimist in me I'm afraid and I am a bit of a pessimist I'm sorry uh, the alarm bells start ringing don't they because like well you know we were 1-0 down at Colchester for 88 minutes and couldn't do it is it going to be the same? And it was, for the next hour at least. Odin Bailey, second time in two games, hits the bar. Unlucky with a shot from about the edge of the area. To be fair, Morecambe also hit the bar after a, another sort of defensive horror show. Goalkeeper, pass out to a defender. Didn't know he was being closed down type scenario, but got away with that one. But you did wonder, you did wonder if that was going to be it, back-to-back defeats. But mercifully... Jake Young, he's called Jake Young, and he is very young. I'm apparently, apparently, I'm sticking with that, that chant. Been brought on at half time. Uh, Jamil Matt nods it down, and there he is, sort of on the edge of the six-yard box. Jake Young sweeps it home. Thank you very much. And you could tell straight away the Forest Green players were sort of saying to each other, "That's it. Well, we we can go on and win this." You could tell they were up for it. They smelled blood, and sure enough, four minutes later, there doth be blood. Good cross comes in from Odin Bailey, and Jamil Matt with a, I mean, cliche look, towering header. I just imagine it must, what it must have been like to be the defender supposed to be marking him as you watch him jump really high, and you're just looking at me like, that's that is a high jump. That's impressive. Anyway, heads it down, bottom corner. Beautiful. So, in four minutes, they flipped it around from being a really bad week to a really good one because with other results more or less going their way, I mean, Newport won and they are now clear at the top by two points. They're on 19, but Cambridge and Cheltenham could only draw, which meant Forest Green jumped back up to fourth. They're one point off the automatic promotion places. Forest Green. Okay, I mean, I'm not even going to pretend I, I didn't try and record a new jingle. I, th- I think it might be growing on me. Anyway, here we go. Who's that? Okay, it's a double header. I realised that uh, in last week's episode I'd only covered the team that we were playing on Tuesday and forgotten the one that we were doing on Saturday. So here we go. Tuesday's opponents coming up. Grimsby Town, nicknamed the Mariners. They were founded in 1878. Is that right? 1878. That's 142 years ago. That's... Queen Victoria stuff, that is, isn't it? Anyway, sorry, managed by Ian Holloway. They play at Blundell Park. Have they got the strongest logo in football? They might have. I like it. Nice clean lines. Tells you a lot about the community. Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, Form guide. Well, they're 17th at the moment. Not had a great start of the season. They've won two. They've drawn two and they've lost three. Then, well, it's the biggest game of the season so far. Saturday's opponents, Cheltenham Town. The Robins. 
because they wear red shirts and white shorts. Yes, okay. Founded in 1887. Their manager is Michael Duff. They play at Wadden Road. They are sitting third. They've won five, they've drawn one, and they've lost two. This is a local rivalry. The two clubs are 20 miles apart. So, yes, this is a big test. Well, I just realised, uh, having their last game against uh, Morecambe, the Shrimpers, and their next opponent being Grimsby, the Mariners, that's like back-to-back, sort of like fishery-related clubs, isn't it? And club crests. How about that? <laughs> let, let's, let's hope that Forest Green Rovers aren't left floundering. We're gonna. You're happy with that? You're ha- you're gonna keep that in, are you? I mean, yep. That's probably the sort of high-level analysis that keeps people coming back to turbines for goalposts, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, incidentally, according to scientists, uh, global fishing stocks will have gone by 2050. <laughs> As a yeah. Oh dear. I was gonna throw in the uh the heavy the heavy jingle there, but my wife had listened to the podcast the other day and she did suggest that I was perhaps jingling it to death. So I'm gonna try and resist this time. Okay, let's move on. Also in the news this week, Dale Vince was on Twitter offering to supply food for free to uh, anyone with kids that needed it over half term. This is obviously in response to Marcus Rashford's campaign to provide free school meals to vulnerable children. Uh, the uh, There was a proposal in the House of Commons for food to be provided for vulnerable, hungry children, and the Conservatives voted against it. Uh, the Conservative MP for Stroud, which covers Nailsworth. Uh, Siobhan Bailey, she didn't vote. She didn't vote one way or the other. So uh, maybe she had legitimate reasons. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt, perhaps. Maybe she's got kids. Maybe one of her kids was poorly. Maybe she just couldn't get there. I don't know. But, uh, or or alternatively, she just chickened out. That's what it smells like. You know? Is that why you get into politics? to chicken out of voting for something that you know is the right thing to do, but you're worried you're going to get told off or you'll miss out on a promotion, so you don't vote at all, and they vote against providing food to hungry children. That's why you get into politics. Yeah, all right, good for you. Sorry, but as you can see, my resolve <laughs> didn't last very long, did it? Besides my podcast, if I want to whack a load of bloody jingles in it, then I will. Right. Sorry about the politics stuff. No, again, actually, no, I'm not. I'm not. It's my podcast. It's, 
hungry kids. It's important stuff, this. I will be back next week. Hopefully, again, I'll say again, hopefully, we'll be talking about two back-to-back victories. Let's see. Go on. Forest Green. 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 Forest Green.